to the hood. Yeah. It's too hot for a raincoat. Humidity's getting me. I'm I'm bad to pack uh, twenty outfits on vacation. Wear two of them. Oh, I was not born <laughs> to pack light. No. <laughs> I take a rolly suitcase on a on a one on a one nighter. <laughs> so what in the hell you coming? No, that's the truth. I literally just went to Louisville for one night and took a rolly suitcase. <laughs> and then there I had there were no. It was like a B and like an actual B and B. It was super creepy. It was like a there was like a innkeeper and everything. Super creepy. <laughs> Did they have a glass eye and a hunchback? <laughs> Not far from his name was Ricardo. Oh. And uh, he was real creepy. So. What else do you pack But if it's not just... Um, well, like, I have a big caboodle with all my, like... God damn it, stop. ...beauty stuff. I mean, I don't even wear makeup usually, but I have a ton of products for no reason, just in yeah, case so. I need to, you know, get into drag or something. Yeah. Gotta have your products. <laughs> you never know when there's gonna be an impromptu drag show that you can participate in. But mm. hands down, what takes up the most space in my suitcase is always shoes. Really? One time on a four-day trip, I, t- I packed eight shoes. <laughs> I just am really eight pairs or eight shoes. Eight pairs, so sixteen shoes <laughs> <laughs> for a four day long weekend. God damn! I mean, some of them are like little flats that just smush up and they don't take a lot of room, and so those mm. I feel like I don't even count those. Right. Okay. But then there's like you know one pair of wedges. I need a pair of tennis shoes. It's just like I just never know what's gonna happen. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm. I think I always slightly am preparing for an apocalypse. Yeah, you have. You are the only person I know who has like a um, a, a prepper kit. Um, okay, what you we say? don't need to call it that. It's <laughs> it's a go bag. Yeah, okay, well. Okay. Call it whatever you want. Just, it's just a backpack I wasn't using that I decided to put all of my like survival gear in. It was spread all over the over the house. Just random things you have, I'm sure already. I just put it all in one place. Algae kit. <laughs> Yeah. What's an algae kit to like brew so beer? You can make algae and eat it. Oh, well, okay. I actually so you know really do. do. I don't know even know if an algae kit's a real thing. I, I doubt it. I actually really do want to invest in a water filtration system, like a camping, hiking. I have a water filter. Yeah, I really want one. I think it's a good investment. Yeah, it's um like sixty, seventy bucks. You. Yeah, it's an invest. That's an investment. It is. You're right. You're not wrong. Yeah, seventy bucks is. What kind of scenario would you theoretically be running from? Uh, I, <laughs> you know, in the, in the real heat of a moment, I'd probably just crawl under my bed, to be honest. I, I have no... I don't even watch zombie shows. I, I, I don't even... I can't even watch Handmaid's Tale. Uh-huh. So it's not like I'm really just thinking I had about a, this. I often. had a dream the other night. I I am not into zombie shit at all. No, I've never been never. attracted to it. Never no. even thought it was entertaining. Mm-mm. But I had a dream the other night that included all of us, our buddies, the Glorifiers, and Tom Petty. But it wasn't just Tom Petty. <laughs> it was Tom Petty in that Mad Hatter suit from his video for uh, oh, wow. Don't Come Around Here Anymore. Oh, that's amazing. Right. And he was the most humble guy. It was amazing. <laughs> I have all my shotgun shells in that backpack, too, just so I know where they are. It's probably it's probably heavy as fuck, right? It, well, the joke was, <laughs> it's when I moved, when I was packing to move the last time, I was like, you know what, I'm just going to do this, and I started, I like threw my like camping stove in there, like my, not stove, but like my little camping like uh-huh. uh, fucking skillet thing, little yeah, camping yeah, yeah. cooking pack or whatever. I just like threw a ton of shit, hot hands, fucking like baby wipes, just a bunch of shit, rando shit, an extra toothbrush. I literally have extra underwear in this bag. Just like I just while I was packing, I was just like. Things yeah. I would see, I'd be like, okay, I'll put that like duct tape, bunch of shit. 
And then when I need stuff like that, I know where it's at. I just go get it out of the bag and use it and put it just back. Your shot. You yeah. need a shotgun shell. And then I threw all those bullets. Yeah, zombie. I threw all my shells in there too. <laughs> and then I literally couldn't pick it up. I couldn't pick the backpack up. And I was like, well, that's not really going any goddamn where. Uh, um, I remember I house sat for you one time and I was sleeping in your bed. And you, at one point, I think you had a, a shotgun holstered right above it. And then I think there was another one, like on some kind of chest or something at the bottom. Or maybe it was just at that time. But, Underneath it? Was it like but you in your pulled bedroom, it off you the had of- more than one gun <laughs> ready to go at any time. I have more than one shotgun in my room, yeah. I don't have them on the wall anymore. It seemed like a little much. I have them in the top of the closet now with my fishing poles. Damn. Interesting. That's, yeah. that, that, that's how you know you've moved on to another chapter of life, another stage of life. Your when guns you- and your fishing poles... Go in the back of the closet. No, the top. They're in the top of the or closet. Or in the top of the closet. When I was growing up, my dad had all of his guns in the back of the closet. Uh, um, we never had them displayed or anything. Well, because my nephews come over, and they're not loaded, of course. I'm not a fucking maniac. I don't have loaded guns <laughs> in my house, but like they're in total out of reach of any children. They're up as high as I can get them. <laughs> That's good. And I haven't even shot. The last time I shot my guns was for a New Year's Eve party years ago I at the hen that. house, probably. I, I have not pulled because I, I used to get them out once a year and like clean them and whatever and now I just don't fucking care I, I heard about this party I was not there I was like oh my god my god they're firing fire <laughs> firing really yeah <laughs> <laughs> they're drinking and firing weapons <laughs> that's a good party mm-hmm. um, um someone that we don't like who was there I just should probably shot him but he, I, my, my, my fondest memory of the party was I had, you know, there was a performance in the back of my truck. I, I drove a pickup then. Yeah, yeah. Glopsters. And Globsters performed yeah. in the back of my truck. It was really fun. I like, pulled it up in the yard. And so it, in preparation for the performance, I took the toolbox out of my truck. I had like a, you know, like a big tool, yeah, yeah, like yeah, the yeah. big toolbox that goes the width of the truck. Mm-hmm. And I'd sat in the yard. And at one point later in the night when he was super drunk, this guy just like took off running for some reason and just plowed in to the fucking toolbox at his shins oh and just didn't see went, it didn't see it at all <laughs> hit it hit it shin you oh, know it's sitting it on the ground he hit it right below his knee Ouch. and went airborne just flew straight over Ouch. it i don't even know how it happened it's it was did the he try to recover thing. like no he I'm just cool. laid there <laughs> <laughs> sometimes you just have to admit defeat uh, or if your pride's really hurt in one of those scenarios, you just kind of lay there and stew for a That second. is a motherfucker of an injury. Oh, like right there yeah. in the shin. Oh, yeah. Because that shit is just exposed. That's exposed yeah. bone. Yeah. Oh, man, it hurts. Yeah, he's Shins a skinny hurt. motherfucker, too. Right Later yeah. that night, he slammed the back door and shattered the window in the door. He was all fucking on one that <laughs> night. for two. Fucking goddamn. Well, that's cool. Um <laughs> <laughs> little rim we've talked about this gun thing before yeah i know You've mentioned it's, it's one of the it's one of your um calling cards actually is it it's one of the reviews we got at one point it was like i come for terrence's autistic marxist <laughs> ramblings <laughs> and stay for tanya's shotguns that. on the wall yeah <laughs> <laughs> i was like damn am i really that socially awkward <laughs> wow. right, before we get too far down the road i didn't tell you about the zombie dream though with tom petty oh, oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Basically, these zombies only came out at night, so once day broke, they all went back to their wherever zombies congregate in the daytime in this dream. <laughs> but at night, Coal time, mines. at night time, <laughs> portal. Definitely. My man Petty opened the door and said, "Get in, get in." 
And he barricaded us, and then he went up with the shotgun. He was just pecking them off when they would come to the yard. <laughs> Tom Petty had us. He's a zombie hunter, is what you're he saying? He had us locked in. Why do you think we have dreams about celebrities sometimes? Here's the thing. I've had dreams about people I listen to in podcasts, which means people have definitely had dreams about us. I doubt it. <laughs> you say that, I but I guarantee it. you someone has had dream, a dream of some kind about you. And they don't they don't even know really. They only have an abstract idea of who you are. Right. That creeps me out. When I meet people and they're like, Hey, you're on Trillbillies, I am so creeped out immediately. <laughs> and at first I'm like You're not uh, flattered. It takes a while for I'll get there eventually. Remember yeah. one time I went to a party and all these people were Trillbillies fans and I and they just kept every time a new person would show up, they'd be like, That's Tr- Tanya from Trillbillies. <laughs> and so I text you I was drunk, but I text you all, I'm pretty sure it said, I'm starstruck and you were like, No, they're starstruck. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> no, no, you got that backwards. <laughs> I was yeah. like, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> it was y'all ever wedding. been starstruck? You ever met somebody famous been starstruck? Oh yeah, I met Solange. I didn't. I, I couldn't make words. Huh? I met Solange happen? and Nola in New Orleans uh, for for Katrina ten. I was down there for the tenth anniversary of Katrina. There was like a big rally and second line and stuff. And uh, I didn't know that. Solange fucking rolled up on a beat exactly how you'd think. In a green in a green jumpsuit with a big like floppy hat uh-huh. on a beach cruiser bicycle with a basket with stuff in her basket exactly the way you would assume Solange <laughs> moves through the world that is how she looked like a just like a goddess she looked like she'd rolled off Gun and Garden the cover Garden and Gun magazine rolls up to where we're at and is like hey what's going on over here and my friend Ash talked to her and gave her a T-shirt and a flyer That's and she, wild. she put it in her basket rolled off <laughs> I was just like. Uh, <laughs> Damn. Your, no words. Your sister's the most famous person on the planet, and you're, you know, a super talented artist, and you're just rolling in on a Vespa, just hanging out in New Orleans. Yeah, Vespa? Yeah, yeah. No, she's on a little beach cruiser bicycle. She's like, cranking. Um, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Like one of those bicycles without gears or anything. Yeah, right? yeah. Oh, okay, just yeah, the real yeah. simple ones with like the big seats. Yeah. Yeah. And, okay. and, um, basket. Right, yeah, okay. right, right. Yeah. No, she was she was cranking. She was riding a bike by herself. So, but, so you were starstruck. You couldn't even talk to her. Oh no, I didn't say a word. <laughs> this was before a seat at the table too. Yeah, yeah, 2015. But I knew she was pulling off. Why'd you kick Jay Z in the dick in that elevator? <laughs> yeah, she was like, like what did what, Jay <laughs> What'd he do? That son of a bitch. <laughs> Just like throw all of it out at once. Every word I wanted to say. Damn. Uh, yeah. I feel like I've met other celebrities for, like, uh, just like artists that i've went and seen in concert well here's the thing if i, I had actually remember. i can't believe i'm actually admitting this but if i actually watched parks and rec i probably would have been starstruck by nick offerman but i don't actually watch that show and so it was just like that's the, what made it a little bit easier. and i'm not yeah, cool face yeah. it's just i just never yeah, really no this is just a guy who i know is famous but i don't really know his work that well well see i was a big parks and rec fan but for some reason that's he, right, he that's wasn't why you that. were kind of trembling oh <laughs> yeah i mean i was pretty weird out which i've been emailing with his manager a bunch he's gonna do some stuff for apple shop i'm uh-huh. pretty into it um but yeah it, it, it wasn't honestly until he laughed and his laugh was the exact Just same. Like, yeah. right, his right, laugh right. is the same as Ron Swanson, the character. See, you said that too. And again, I didn't know that. I was like, And okay. when that happened, I was a little like, oh, God. I did like him in the second season of Fargo. Uh, <laughs> that's the only thing I've seen him in, though. Should have told him that. Nick he just, is good people. Well, he just <laughs> dropped his first like film where he's he's starring role. Oh, he's yeah. He's the I star. I, I forget that. the name of it, but it's like a cutesy family rom-com or something. Yeah. Do you think we'll ever get there? 
I think we'll ever star in a movie. Rom com. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> you never do you want to? No, not really. No. Fuck. Well, I do. So um be an extra. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't think I'm I kind of want to occupy niche on the lower end of notoriety. I'd like to be some sort of a producer or a <laughs> director or, you know. Yeah. It's kind of somebody that greases the wheels. That I'm, I'm with you there. People know my work, but they don't necessarily know my face. I don't yeah. want to work. I want to be. I want to be. <laughs> lay about. Yeah. I want to be kept up. I just want to be a sugar baby. Here's who, here's what you need to shoot I want for. a sugar mama. You want to be, um, I think his name is Chad Hugo. Isn't that his name? The guy Neptunes, who was. Neptunes, yeah. Pharrell. Yeah. Pharrell's like right hand guy. Yeah. Who, you know, you don't really ever see anything of him, but he's like the sort of probably the creative genius behind a lot of his. His Even when you talk about is. the Neptunes, you don't say it's a Neptunes, but you say it's a Pharrell beat. Right. Yeah. Damn, that's what you want to be, though. Yeah. Well, that's not going to work for this podcast. Just it's got to have a star. we got to have a star. Well, I guess it's you. <laughs> it's not me. It's not it. That's you, Ty. That's you. <laughs> Hot potato. <laughs> Hot potato. you got to get back in the saddle. Here. It, it feels like we've been going for two years now. We ain't hit it yet, so. Year and a half. And, and give it time. <laughs> Shit. I'm sorry. We're gonna have shirts one of these days. What do we think is gonna be the kick? What do we think? What do you all really think is gonna be the like tipping point if we do take off and and can make a living off this podcast? Um, what do you think would could do it? Well, um, we'd have to stop being uh, lazy. Like <laughs> there have been so many times. We need to hire a producer. Short of that. <laughs> <laughs> Short of pure laziness, we and Tom, we are we can be so incredible. The weird thing about it is that, like, when the podcast is going good, like when my personal life is going good, and I don't have a whole lot of like turmoil and shit, emotional turmoil and depression and stuff. I'm like, it's about six weeks out of the year, which is about six weeks out of the year, right? <laughs> is that the hottest part of the year. <laughs> Like right now, you're in your it's usually a fall yeah. for me fall, from my yeah. birthday, August eighth to Christmas. That's my good season. We're yeah. fast approaching my good season in a few days, and I'm happy about it. Uh-huh. Yeah, your after birthday, that, man, January, February is dark. Your birthday is the Tennessee Emancipation Day. I know. Yeah. Of August. See, I'm good. It's January, no February. I'm bad March and April because I start getting angsty, and I'm ready for um, the new season. And um, I, my January is terrible. I do a dry January just to like. Get myself ready for the year. And <laughs> you mean no no booze? Yeah, I don't. No yeah. drugs, no I booze. Well, I didn't say all that. <laughs> I that don't the, drink. The D. Davis strategy: you take you take off boozing from New Year's to Derby Day just to stave off cirrhosis. Oh, that is a good. That's probably a good. Does he actually stay by that now? <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, it'd be easier to bunk I just learned up. that he's a vegetarian. I had no idea. I'd Has been for years, supposedly. Uh, yeah, I didn't know. But he eats fish. Okay, pescatarian. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I do January, and I've started August this year. Because August is a real hard month for me. One, y'all know, I have a terrible record with Leos. <laughs> but it's my dad's <laughs> my dad's birthday this is this month. It's like this week, actually. Yeah. And a bunch of just bad shit in my life has happened in August. How do you do with Libras? I have a ton of Libra friends. You, Liz, Willa. Yeah. So many Libras in my life. You know, that my... Uh, it doesn't don't you have like a regular ass sign and then like a rising sign yeah. or a moon or some shit? Yeah, what's your moon sign? What's, your, what's your rising sign? I think it's Scorpio. Mine's a Scorpio. That's probably why we click. Oh yeah, slightly, slightly, occasionally. <laughs> six weeks out of the year. Yeah, <laughs> a good six weeks. I mean. Mine's Aquarius. I think. 
Honestly, I don't have many Aquarius in my life, but rising I'm, I'm Scorpio rising and a Libra moon. Damn. So yeah, we're we match up a couple times. I don't know what my moon is. I saw a really horrendous Twitter thread earlier today about <laughs> how J.K. Rowling got the astrological signs of her characters wrong. Or <laughs> like, no, 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 not just that she got them wrong, but that she gave them incorrect characteristic traits according to their astrological signs the nerve it's really bad out there folks <coughs> speaking really of i want all triplees fans to know that i threw a huge fit because there was a tarot reading without me <laughs> in fact i did my own tarot reading to try to tear down triplees <laughs> from the root because i was left out of the tarot episode hey, so was tom i wasn't in that either that so. was i look tom I, don't give a fuck about tarot i got three decks hey i love to divine the cards what are you talking about <laughs> i text them on our group message which ain't as lit as it once was but i was like you fucking left me out of the tarot <laughs> episode what the fuck i'm sorry i didn't plan on that happening it was kind of of the moment it did seem that way it was of the moment and um and the whole reason that my friend Caroline had them to begin with was because I was like, I need to, I'm working out some personal shit. Um, you know, bring the tarot oh over. God, all your witchy friends will bring the tarot over when you're working out some <laughs> Look, shit. Look, I got two stones I'm packing around. Tanya at least tried to smudge me on three well, different occasions. I've tried to smudge these motherfuckers out. They, their nerves are bad. They got bad nerves. And I've tried to smudge them so many times. Here's the thing, though. You know me too well. And I needed an objective, like, okay, okay, I needed, you know, I needed, like, an object, someone with a remove. Caroline knows me really well, but does she doesn't know the particulars of my life at the moment. You see, what he's saying here is that he needed... <laughs> doesn't know his misdeeds. He needed a tarot <laughs> without judgment. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly he what he I'm saying. He didn't need me using tarot to drag him. That's 100% what I'm saying. You would okay. be biased. <laughs> You'd be biased. Either you see, or you'd fuck with it. Throw a bad card, card and then you just go. You just go. <laughs> it's fine. Exactly. Fine. Exactly. That's what it was. Just slow step backwards out of the house. <laughs> so I, you see, you see now, right? Like I had no other choice. I love all that shit. I'm one tries to get y'all put the Ouija board every Halloween. You don't fuck, fuck with a that. Ouija board. Y'all go chasing ghosts. I ain't looking for ghosts. They come find my ass. <laughs> They, these motherfuckers do go ghost hunting every Halloween, and I ain't never went. God, we went I to went Johnny once. Boogers' grave. Were I you with once. Johnny Boogers' grave? See, y'all went fucking around in Lots Creek, and I told you it's not to go fucking around Lots Creek. There's scarier shit than ghosts in Lots Creek. For one, that <laughs> are alive in Knox County that are living, walking zombies. True. And two, you got up there and fucked around with a fresh grave, didn't you? Well, well, it was weird because we got there, and it's like. The thing that was so strange about all that, every time we go ghost hunting, it's not that anything really creepy happens like on old Halloween tours. It's just like there's just these weird coincidental things. Like mm. when we went to uh, James Steele's cabin and the dogs just lined up and oh, started yeah. looking, quit barking. Right. And then when we were at Johnny Booger's, we were up there and we walked. And it was just by pure accident that we found it to begin with. We got to walking up there, and I was like, oh, damn, look down, stepping right over fresh grave. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? And you, it fucks you up. Like, you, that ain't cool, really. And, well, I, go ahead, finish. Well, anyway, Johnny, they had to move Johnny Booger's gravesite. Why? Because people kept coming to it? Well, people, every Halloween, it was like kind of like his house and then like the family cemetery, and then I guess they moved it. 
Because all these fucking kids would go up there and like get drunk and have sex in his house and then like do seances <laughs> on his grave. Oh, and I guess some of them were like leaving beer cans and shit out there and Imagine stuff. Imagine if so, like, you're a spirit in the other, in the afterlife. And that's what you got to put up with every single day. Strikes. A bunch of 16-year-old kids just fingering each other and you're fucking in your family cabin. It's like, God, it's like... <laughs> you're like, the fucking floor is disgusting. You have to watch. Get the rot, rotten dates, but no respect. No respect. <laughs> you're literally from the afterlife having to watch culture just... Just disintegrate. Just completely decay. Yeah. The complete decay of culture. You went to your grave thinking that the future generation is going to be better. And <laughs> no. <Yeah>. Absolutely. <laughs> No, I'm the one who, the only time I've left the country, I didn't know what I was doing. I don't know how to be a tourist, really. I went to all the, like, big things you're supposed to see. So, we went to Rome, and yeah. so we went to the Colosseum. I don't know what you actually should do to have a good time in Rome. I, I would go to the Colosseum. I went to the Colosseum. <laughs> Tell you, there's literally an expression, when in Rome. <laughs> This is what this is all you need to know about me. My favorite part of Rome was uh, we got off at the uh, two things. One, we got off on the wrong sub what, metro stop one time and ended up at a little like fair where no one spoke English. Uh-huh. And I bought a ton of shit and shipped it home. The box never came. I'm st- I still that was three years ago. I'm still holding out a little hope it'll get here. But uh, I bought a ton of presents really? for people. Never came. <laughs> Bunch of little pipes, all kinds of cool shit at this like Roman market. Anyway, and and the um, that metro stop was completely covered in punk posters and like fucking anarchist graffiti. Oh, it was amazing! Yeah, I yeah, loved baby. it, and it was a total accident. The uh, my other favorite part was we ended up every night we would get back to where we were staying at this guy's this friend of a friend's house, and we were so tired we just ate at the same restaurant every night across from his place. Uh-huh. Got to know the family that owned it. Fucking loved it. Hung out with the like the locals there. It was like it, it was like a restaurant in a neighborhood. Yeah. That was my favorite part. Every night we'd like rush home to eat at this like restaurant. It was called the Lemon Something, and it was like pasta and stuff. But their like signature dish was lemon pasta, uh-huh. which I wasn't that crazy about. But it was better than I thought it would be. I don't even like lemon. Probably better than anything anybody here. Can oh make. yeah, yeah, yeah. Their house wine's the best wine I've ever had. Did it was they like call the cheapest it shit they had. Gravy. Did they call? Isn't that what they call like the pasta sauce? Sunday gravy. gravy. No, I don't remember that. It was so cute though. Anyway, we went to the Coliseum, and I about had a straight-up panic attack, and I'm not prone to these type of things, and so I don't never really, when, the few times I have had a panic attack, I didn't really know what was happening. Uh-huh. I think I would recognize it now after a few times, but <laughs> I had a full-on fucking meltdown in there, and I was like, we have to get out of here, because I just knew the more this motherfucker talked about what had happened in there, and it's not like I went in there, you know, willy-nilly, like I didn't know what was going on, was but he was sp- like... The they used more, to I was like, uh, I, we are put people bring... in there with lions and tigers and yes, bears and yes. shit. For the like, amusement and entertainment of the masses. Of the upper yeah, classes. but he was like, <laughs> and I knew, you know, I, 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 just, I just had like a, you know, pop culture understanding of the Coliseum. But right. I was like, this was a sports arena. Especially <laughs> <laughs> cool. watching the Giants play. Cool. I love baseball. <laughs> so we go up in the place and he's like, one million people died here. And I was like, check please, we gotta go. He was like, comes in and blesses the place once a year to keep the spirits at bay and I was like I looked at I was like we gotta go we're gonna pick up a spirit in here and take it back we gotta get the fuck out of here and he was like one million people but way more animals died here and I was just like we have to go we were like in a group of people and I was like where's the nearest exit where's the nearest exit I gotta get out of here yeah that's just the spiraling staircase of 
bad juju. Oh, a million yeah. people died, but six million animals and the Pope comes every year. Yeah, the Pope comes every year to bless it. And I was like, <laughs> I have to leave here. Yeah, I highly doubt that the dead, the, the spirit of a dead slave is going to listen to the Pope. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> anyway, I don't think I brought a spirit home from the Coliseum, but I wasn't going to stick around and... That'd be pretty tight, though. Yeah, we paid a lot to get in there, and I just ran the fuck out. No, we should do the Ouija board. Let's fucking bring that... Let's hang out with that goddamn spirit you brought back. <laughs> no, I told you I didn't. I didn't bring one back. Oh, sure you <laughs> Don't didn't, Don't fuck pal. with me. Sure you didn't, pal. <laughs> Europe has really insane... Um, it's funny. There was this... I was w- looking at this website the other day that had... Uh, they, like, dredged... Uh, or they drained a canal in Amsterdam. Oh, God. And... Um, and th- and they had it like it was pretty cool. They had this website where they cataloged every single item they found, and they went back to like all the way to like 2000 BC or whatever. But um, it's funny you you around like 1400, 1500, 1600, you've got like fish hooks and um, uh, you know those hooks that they use to bring boats in into the harbor and. Um, nice porcelain ceramic and just these really beautiful artifacts. And then they get to the 1990s. They cataloged all this? They cataloged all of it. And wow. then they get to the 1990s and it's like handguns, monkey pipes, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> <laughs> People have committed horrendous <laughs> crimes and tossed yeah. them. <laughs> God. We're a sick bunch. Yeah, yeah totally. I uh, thought you were going to say they found the the little boy's remains that stuck his finger in the dock to save Holland. <laughs> oh my! Still don't know what God. that story. <laughs> you never heard the story about the boy stuck his finger in the dock to save Holland. I think you've told us to us more than once. Sorry. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, catacombs and shit. It's weird. Over catacombs, there. great word too. Yeah. It's fun to say. It, is, it even has like a spooky element. Oh, Catacombs and soothsayer, two very fun words to say. But they were both creepy. Agreed. Soothsayers. What is that really? Soothsayer, like a fortune teller. Or yeah. A yeah. You divine sorcerer. the tea leaves. You uh, you're like an oracle. Mm. Humans have been doing a lot of dumb shit to try to make some sense of their existence forever, haven't they? Yeah. <laughs> tea leaves. Tarot cards, Ouija boards. Right, right, right. Well, I mean, you, nat- need, you need frameworks, right? Yeah, all cultures, native. Well, see, I don't believe in spirits. I don't believe in the the the, the sort of concept behind. <laughs> well, I don't mean dumb as in like being dismissed. Like, I just mean like kind of silly. I'm saying too. me personally, but I'll do the tarot because it provides a framework with which to sort of step back from your life and be like, well, I hadn't really thought about it that way. Yeah, what what I use the tarot for mostly is journaling prompts. Honestly, like I'll do a three card spread once a week and then journal based on stuff. And it brings up stuff for me. It's like my own therapy since my therapist hates me. (laughs) That's not a good place to be. Why is that? She thinks I don't need therapy. (laughs) We have a... Trust me, everybody needs She there. thinks I've wasted her time. Wait. I told you this. That's an interesting She's take. like, uh, she's like, yep, uh, perfectly normal. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, gay, What's weird stressed is it? with her mother, uh, <laughs> hates her job. Yeah, you're American, baby. Get on out of here. Damn, that must mean she really yeah, doesn't want to. Toughen up, sweetie. Yeah. Yeah. She doesn't want to listen to your problems. No, it's because every other, every other patient of hers is a, mother, a, a new mother on Suboxone. 
Oh, okay. That's the only so fucking... He's like, has so some real problems, like, sis. Yeah, oh. come back when you got real problems, Yeah, lady. so the bar for what's insane to her is just yeah, much... Yeah, that's what I... Th- I mean, that's my assessment. Maybe she would have a different Damn. Uh, thing. I don't know. But actually, this is funny. I ran into her yesterday in town. I wonder how she deals with that. Is, your, is she your therapist here? Yeah. Okay. And we were at the same lunch spot. A new lunch spot opened uh, this week in Whitesburg. Yesterday was opening day. It was uh-huh. packed. Ran into my therapist. Oh, I've done that. Well, I went to uh, Dr. Gish one time when I was feeling like particularly, for lack of a better term, suicidal and just sort of literally just spilled everything. Like, I think I'm bi, I think I'm bipolar. And she's not even a therapist. Borderline. No, no, no. (laughs) I was just a psychiatrist. Not even a psychiatrist. I was just like, I need help. I'm not I just imagined you like a Simpsons character. <laughs> yes. like shaking her. Uh, seriously, I was. I was like, give me a fucking name. <laughs> and then I saw her literally like two days later in the dairy aisle at Food City. I was like, hey, what's up? <laughs> it's going good. It's going good. Feeling fine. Feeling fine. Uh, you know, this is... <laughs> You know, we complain a lot about health care in East Kentucky, but this just revealed to me a perspective I haven't heard is from the health care providers. Yeah, from the health care providers themselves. I wonder what their analysis of the situation is. They're like, everybody's Oh, man. Oh, my God. I am crying. Yeah, no. Uh, well, she this, avoided eye contact. We didn't speak. Does your ther- so, it's the therapist here in town. So, she doesn't do, MCHC, like, yeah. cognitive behavioral therapy or anything? I don't really know what that means. I don't think so. I was talking I to... Know. I know very little about therapy. I was talking to my friend Caroline about this the other day. Like, if I could somehow manage... If I could somehow manage to master cognitive behavioral therapy, if I could teach it to myself, like, mindfulness <laughs> meditation, <laughs> like I could be all-powerful. <laughs> Just be all available. Like I'm not my mind. Mindful meditation. No, you're good. It was. It's the uh, headphone jack. Um. So. Hold but, on, my boss has texted me. Oh fuck! Oh, shit. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Get your fucking ass back here, goddammit. I haven't even been there today. <laughs> so do you. Hey, fuck it. I haven't been to my office today either. Oh, yeah, I haven't been in. In all fairness, I had a lot of shit to take care of this morning. I had to get my truck ready for them to take, for Slut Pill to take to Heartland. Yeah, you um, had to put the back on it. I had to put the camera on it. That's why I told Kara, I was like, well, Kara, you have to ask him to put the back on. It's going to rain. Yeah, <laughs> I did. I put the back on it. <laughs> Thanks for that. <laughs> and uh, it was a sweet message. Nothing. I don't even think she's there. So Damn. But, um, you know, you never know. <laughs> who is your boss? A Jewish carpenter? Let's not throw <laughs> names around. <laughs> Yeah, Jesus you're, is my co-pilot. You see those stickers? Yeah. My boss is a Jewish carpenter. I I saw one the other day that was like, 10 reasons to vote Republican. The Ten Commandments. It's like, <laughs> it's like wait, the, you, you motherfuckers violate every single one wow. of those on a daily basis. Yeah, like a kid, a, a, a fucking, well. What are the Ten Commandments? Can you name them, Tom? Thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not Covet. Thy neighbor's wife, thou shalt not adultery uh, or something. Commit adultery. Oh, speaking of co- take the Lord's seems name like it's in vain. coveting your neighbor's wife is in that same Live, vein. Lie, maybe. Lie. Well, that one's more like lust. And then adultery is the actual fulfillment of the uh, lust. Okay. You know? Yeah. A funny thing was watching a bunch of. Did you see that tweet? Thou shalt not bear false witness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which, what that, does that even mean? Yeah. I think it's just lying. That's, that's how they say don't lie. Yeah. Or I think it. I think it's like obey your father and mother. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I think 
I think that's. <clears throat> I think that's right. I don't know. I Can you a, a be, bearing false witness would be like pretending to speak on behalf of God without His divine. Uh, think, wouldn't that isn't be blasphemy? That every preacher? Blasphemy would be like if you were like Jesus. Fuck, fuck Jesus. You know Jesus doesn't exist. Or like, to say goddamn, right? Yeah. Or goddamn. My yeah. favorite. Yeah. It's my favorite word. It is a good ass word. Technically, you can say it on the radio. Can you? Because you can say damn and God. <laughs> really, the only words that are like the seven, there's like seven key words that are forbidden on the radio, on the radio. and they're all related to the like body parts and sex. Probably like shit. Cunt. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. Cunt, I think. Uh, shit. Fuck, piss. Fuck. Fuck. Cock. Cum. Yeah, they're like almost all <laughs> sexual words. We're such a deprived country. Just like yeah, you're right. Me and Tom got in trouble for saying diarrhea one time on the radio. What really? Yeah, and it was it was it was a band. Diarrhea was it, Planet. Was it uh, was it Sarah, uh, Sylvia? Uh, she get mad at y'all. I think she probably did. You know that is one thing that pisses me off because one time I was playing that Beyonce song. Um, I was playing a Beyonce song. I don't remember what it was, and she flipped shit about it. She before got so ten a.m. Yeah. No, it was on the digital bedroom. And Wait, then, and what? Then, yeah, yeah. And then you was it like partition or no? It was the one slow song. Yeah, one of the real sexy. <laughs> it's the sl- it is the slow sexy song off the self titled album. It's, it's like too late in the it album. don't fit. I don't remember. Where Got it a is. big ego. Uh, off the self titled. That's probably partition. Well, regardless. Oh, offset. Oh, okay. The advertisement for your show now has literally the words "sex and chill" in it. Does it? <laughs> I think it does, doesn't it? No, it's Solange saying. Oh, oh six no. inch heel. Six inch heel. Which heels. sounds like sex. It sounds like chill. sex, but it's saying God, six buddy, inch heel. Cold shower. You thought it was right. sex and chill? <laughs> I did. <laughs> I was no, like, why is Tanya get away with this? Not me. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> No, it's six inch heels. Which, when the f- album first dropped, Tom's the first person I knew that heard it, and he texted me a bunch of lyrics, and he was like, six inch heels gonna be the slapper." <laughs> he didn't already knew. Damn, I knew it. What album is that on? The self-titled Lemonade. Lemonade. Yeah, Lemonade. Damn. Yeah. Damn, damn, damn. How time flies. Yeah, that's my. Fuck. <clears throat> I was thinking, and then my other, my other radio promo, Solange. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it just says... I like that one because I like that song every time I hear it. Yeah, it's such a good... <coughs> it's a bop. Yeah, as they say. You're right, it is. How's um, <laughs> how's Girls Rock Camp going? <laughs> girls Rock Camp. I put the wrong emphasis. <laughs> girls girls Rock Camp. <laughs> how's Girls Rock Camp? <laughs> uh, girls are rocking over there. I mean, it's awesome. I saw them jumping around over there just a second ago and I said the parking lot. Oh, yeah. A bunch of the girls just losing their shit over in the boom bill. Yeah, they're just going wild. It's pretty beautiful. It's just taking a lot out of a lot of people. It's been really mm. stressful, and the boon is just you know, crumbling. Uh, Physically. They see went out, <laughs> and when it went out, it dumped a ton of water into the first floor from the second floor. No shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, the toilets have overflowed twice. You know, it's a week at Apple Shop. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Did Breedings have been there like three times. The city's going to have to come to deal with the fucking plumbing. Oh, God. That's your crumb- first mistake. Yeah, crumbling city infrastructure. That's what we're dealing with. But I want to, if I can find it real quick, read you one of the uh, an Instagram post from one of the girls. Okay. It's very cute. Okay. Very cute. Yeah. Um, That building used to be a gas station. Callie's grandpa used to. Mechanic be. shop, yeah. Yeah, mechanic shop. But motor building. Yeah. Boom motor building. <coughs> you ain't got no internet up here, do you? No, I don't. 
Yeah. <laughs> Basically, she was like posted a picture of the, of the drums she was playing on and said, uh, this week I'm learning to be loud and unapologetic. I'm learning to be myself without being sorry for it. Oh, I was just like, cool. fuck yeah, little girl. <laughs> Since like a 16-year-old. It's like, if bad. that's it, if that's all they learn, right. fuck it. Right. You're right. It's more of a mentality than it is actual yeah, skills. Yeah, I mean, they're gaining a lot of skills. They've already wrote songs. They've formed a band. They're like yeah. playing music together. They're like doing the Lacey's damn thing. making their merch. Yeah. Like they're that. doing great. They, they each made a block print of their uh, like logo for their bands. Right. They're just fucking doing the damn thing. Yeah. And like, but really it's about leadership and like just feeling like gaining some confidence as a young like as a girl so that you can just jump into anything and be like you know what i could try that i could fucking do that yeah Yeah. it's pretty it's so how is it sort of structured you like form a band and then there's like sort of leaders for each band well each band has like a couple coaches but they're not even necessarily they're just like hype girls they're just to be like yeah that's awesome or like maybe this yeah Yeah, they're just like hype girls (laughs) yeah there are more volunteers like uh like you know not girls like older older young women more there are more volunteers than campers over there it's like taking a lot of people to make this happen because we're having to move gear all day long from practice practice venue they're practicing with their with like all the basses are together all the drums are together all the guitars together then they have to switch all of that around into the spaces to put them into band practice right. where each place just has one instrument of each so it's just like constant gear I running hope, I hope one of those girls develops a real big ego and just starts like motherfucking you <laughs> Tanya get my fucking bass amp over here God, bitch I tell you roadies am I right <laughs> I do too yeah she's okay this is what it says it finally loaded I'm learning how to be loud and unapologetic unapologetic and how to take up space without feeling sorry for it so one of the little like camp things and this is for the like girls rock alliance or whatever because yeah. this is an international right like thing um is that there no sorry so when someone says sorry you're supposed to say you rock and like if someone said and it's and it's hard to like rewire yourself to not say i'm sorry for every fucking thing you know you just <laughs> like breeze past someone like sorry 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 and it was supposed to be like a no fucking sorry zone you just be you you don't have to say sorry and so the the thing is like if a girl says sorry you're supposed to say no you rock and so the girls are doing it awesome and the the volunteers are having the hardest time with it because we have <laughs> we've got another decade on our fucking <laughs> to right. unlearn this the shit programming uh, yeah right right, right. yeah we well, know when you're that when you're younger it's easier to uh yeah deprogram that shit i feel like but yeah they're catching on really quick they're all having a great time that's what's important but the volunteers are all kind of wigging out yeah well there's <laughs> only what one day left yeah, today's Thursday, and then the so there's today, is on Saturday. and then tomorrow's the last day, and then the showcase is Saturday, yeah, at time. S- 6 o'clock in the Apple Shop Theater. I was sort of picturing you and Michella as, like, uh, P. Diddy. Like, what was, um, was it Making the Band? Was it the name of the, the show he did? Yeah. What was O-Town? Do y'all remember that? Uh, no. Oh, that's way back. I don't even remember making the band. I don't remember that. Yeah, it was like um, I didn't have MTV growing Danity up. Danity Kane, remember that group? Danity that was Kane. that was like a P Diddy. Uh, we were on the cheapest yeah. cable. I, I only had VH1. Oh, okay. I didn't oh, get VH1. Yeah. Oh, which making the band was Dylan? I love. That was um, I forget which. I, I used to love that. Show. Wasn't Dylan the Chappelle Show parody version of a character on Making the Band? Or was it Dylan an actual? Uh, I think Dylan was the actual guy, <laughs> but they were just like he just like motherfucked to go get him jelly beans and shit. I think you're right. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Looks like y'all have got a healthier thing going on than the P. Diddy thing. Because the P. Diddy thing, he would, like, make them do a, just the most ridiculous chores and stuff. <laughs> well, I, it's really like Michella, Carrie, and Paulina. It's Slut Peel is really, like, who's okay. coordinated all. I've just been mostly trying to yeah. support. I mean, all last week, I would clock out at work, literally, and then walk across the street and work five hours on the fucking building. Oh, getting it ready. Yeah, getting it ready. Yeah. And then it crumbled, and they mostly had to be an Apple shop most of the time. <laughs> Because the AC went out and the toilet's fucked. Which the plumbing had been fucked up, but we thought it was fixed. Right, and it's just right. like an ongoing problem. But the AC got worked out, so they're mostly back in the boon. Uh, and they love the space. They've helped you know make it their own. It's really... Wait till y'all see it. Is Definitely on Saturday before you come to the showcase. Y'all are coming? Yeah, I'll be there. Go to the boon and check out the back of the boon. It looks completely different. Like the back I saw the where they used pictures. to have shows at and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, hopefully. the and, and even like Linda Jean, you know, part of the local honey, she's like, I can't wait to see what else we do back here now. Like, la, la, la. Yes. Yeah. Super, super cool back there. We just had to throw away a ton of stuff. Um, yeah. The boot needs like an annual, cl- like. Yeah. And we smudged, the, we've smudged every day <laughs> for like two weeks. You know some bad shit's happening there. You, what you should do is just, yeah, pile all the sage. Wherever there's a local punk scene, some bad things happen. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, pile it all up, pile all the sage up in like a 50 mile radius and put it all in the yeah. boot building and just burn it in the <laughs> like inside. Like a bonfire. Yeah, like a bonfire. Yeah, totally. Right, right. Yeah. Um, but I've been just like trying to support Michelle. I literally rubbed her feet this week one <laughs> evening. Just like she's just stressed to the max. Yeah. Because she's like a new organizer and she's doing great, but she does not like being the like person who everyone's asking questions to. She yeah. doesn't like being the person with the answers. I hate that. I hate it's like a real person. shift for her and she is you know, handling it in various ways. Yeah. <laughs> well, like you know, hard. just even for people that are used to being in that role, it's pretty stressful. Yeah, it's very stressful. So uh, she's like in charge for the first time of something like this. And so it's just been a learning experience for everybody. And I think it's ultimately going to be real good for everybody yeah. involved. Sounds like it. Yeah. The girls are awesome. They've been really good to each other, which is really nice. And they came from three different counties. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Perry, Letcher, and Harlan. Okay. So they're all from Eastern kentucky yeah oh one of them's from mount sterling where's that at montgomery county about a half hour from lexington yeah oh but it's like wmt listening area and they're already oh. talking about you know how to fundraise for next year yeah most girls rock camps charge campers but this is a free camp because like yeah just a lot of access issues and it's the first year right 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 um but yeah it's been pretty cool that's cool they're, That's pretty cool. They're, they're good. They're talented. So no uh, no uh, conflicts or uh, drama or anything? <coughs> no, not. I mean, just like structural. Yeah. What is, what is breedings? Is that a plumbing? It's Yeah, they do like heating air plumbing. They're the stringiest motherfuckers I ever dealt with. They'll come and diagnose 25% of the problem. <laughs> Get that... Show, you know that uh, what do you call You're it right. when they just show up check it out feed. yeah they showed up two weeks ago consultation feed. consultation yeah <laughs> with liquid fire which which anybody can buy at Frazier's yeah. he rolled it with liquid fire and I was like what is liquid that's, fire that's all you got what liquid fire is just like a disgusting chemical to put down a toilet <laughs> to try to unc- unclog it <laughs> Sort of like Drano, but probably more intense. Oh like yeah, industrial I mean, level Drano. It, it is. It's definitely industrial. I mean, you as soon as you take the cat, it come, the bottle comes in plastic. You have to take a layer of plastic off the bottle. <laughs> That's what I said. I said I don't want liquid. Fire and it's advised to hold it as far away from your own body as possible and turn your head away when you pour it down the drain. 
Why? How it's legal to, to turn sell around this shit? In the toilet yeah. That's that's what they come and charge you to do. Yeah, right. and you can buy anybody can buy it at Frasers, which I don't know how it's legal. I mean, our our toilet chemicals not FDA. Fuck it, I don't even know. Well, here's the, the thing. I don't. I don't. A lot of chemicals. Um, it's funny you ask this uh, because I I've learned all about this. You happen to be a chemist. I happen to be a chemist. <laughs> No, all I do, all I know though, is that like the regulations on chemicals in this country are very, very lax, and it's why Teflon became so much of a problem because, um, well, I guess the name, the nickname for it is C eight because if it's like eight carbon chain or whatever, oh but Teflon God. is in all of us. It's in everything. It's like it's so. Thoroughly disseminated in the environment. Goddamn right, it's in me, baby. And it's a proven, <laughs> Don, yeah. proven carcinogen. It is, it is, and it causes, yeah, it causes cancer. It just ravages bodies, but yeah, it's in, it's like its dispersal through the environment is incredible. It's kind of hilarious you bring up Teflon because that is like, I, I I get on the worst soapbox in, in stores about Teflon, and with my mom because she has got the scratched up, the most scratched up fucking Teflon shit in her house. Oh, I do too. Every time I'm in there. <laughs> I'm like, I mean, I keep buying her new kitchen yeah. shit, and she refuses to use it. Well, yeah. And it's scratched the fuck up. I mean, we've probably ate all the Teflon in it by now, I guess. <laughs> I'm also just shut the fuck up about it. But I'm like, Mom, Congress declared this a carcinogen and gave them a decade to get rid of it. Right. That's, if that don't tell you how fucked up America is, I don't know what does. They, they were, like, dumping this shit back in the 60s, 70s, and 80s. They were dumping it, like, just straight up into the Ohio River. They were burying tons of barrels of it in the banks of the Ohio River um, because, you know, they're, they're, it, it was made in this plant in Parkersburg, West Virginia on the banks of the Ohio River. And um, and the shit that they've replaced it with, Teflon, is very chemically similar and there's no guarantee that it's any safer than Teflon. And so... Uh, what is the one chemical that got loose in, when the Kanawha River got polluted with oh, the recently? chemical spill? But it's estimated that like something crazy, like eighty-seven percent of Americans have this in their system. Uh, I can't remember. It's it, like red something. It's it, like one of those weird number. It's like a color flocculent number. for um, like coal processing. I think the, what they. I mean, if it's a if it if if it's a chemical used to clean coal. Yeah. Just just sit with that for a second. <laughs> just sit with that for a minute. <laughs> and just also sit with this that <laughs> the the odds are overwhelming that it is coursing through your blood right now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Probably ours more than yours. Kind of in, a, in, a, in a perverse way. It's kind of beautiful. It all ties us together. Uh, wow. <laughs> you know? Apocalyptic. Every blue check on Twitter, I'm trying to, you know, get the attention of. We, we, we share got, a bond. We share a bond. We both have uh, Red 47 in us. I can't wait for that to start being all your comments. You know we both have Red 47. Uh, right. Um, Carl Sagan was like, we're all Stardust. And Tom's like, we're all Teflon. We're all Teflon, baby. <laughs> Really? Though. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, I, honestly, this brings me... At the beginning of the show, you mentioned something that we had put down in mine shafts, probably. Oh, uh, zombies. Oh, zombies. <laughs> yeah, they're coming out of mine shafts. It reminded me of a comic book I've read, which I think I've told you all about, Warlords of Appalachia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's the, pre- that's the premise. I mean, the oh, zombies... Oh, really? Zombies the, live in coal mines? Yeah, well, they're not zombies. They're 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 called blue people, which I know what you're thinking. Blue right. blue fugits. Right, right. But it ain't it's that kind of blue. Right. It ain't that kind of blue people. They're blue because they're addicted. The, whatever drugs they're addicted to turn them blue. Like colloidal silver. Yeah. So they're like the outcast. 
opioid-addicted fucking addicts of the region in Warlords of Appalachia, this like dystopian thing. And I just wonder... So I was like, it's like hillbilly Akira is what it sounds like. (laughs) Yeah, but Akira's good as fuck. But what you know, I don't want to give away the whole premise in this one of the comic because I actually do recommend it, uh, even though it's pretty violent. Uh, (laughs) uh, The premise becomes that you know they've got all these problems in the front end, and by like issue four, they've realized that um, all these drugs have made the blue people um, not. Uh, it's protected them somehow. They don't like. They can't feel anything, and so they're perfect warriors. Oh, okay. And it becomes known that they're like blessed by the like old religion. It's this crazy thing. Well, the premise of the whole thing is that you know, like drug-addled Jedi's. That Kentucky has. Uh, <laughs> the whole premise is that this is based in Kentucky. It's called the Warlords of Appalachia. The whole premise is that Kentucky. It's been a few years since I read it, but Kentucky has um, seceded from the states. Uh-huh. Because of religious freedom issues. And there's like a long list in the very beginning of all the religions that are banned in the U.S. now. And it's like most of the like, you know, Muslim, all these, all these religions that you would think right now they would easily pass. And it's like old time religion, which is like Kentucky, um, fucking Pentecostal and old regular Baptist. Right, right, right. And so all these. Witchcraft mixed in. Yeah. And so it like, it creates this bond between Kentuckians and like immigrants and all these, and whatever, these people. And so Kentucky secedes from the nation. (laughs) And so they're being occupied by the U.S. government. So it's like occupied Kentucky as in like things are going, there's, it's not like active rebellion. It's like they're under occupation and they like have to stand in food lines and shit which we've all seen before right um and anyway it's like people are scared of the blue people who are addicts who live out in mine they just can't feel anything they can't but turn out they can't feel anything i can't feel anything i could be a good war i mean so they've become great warriors (laughs) (laughs) and they're blessed or something by the old time religion or something they like sing and shit that's what makes crazy that's what makes me a good warrior in the cultural wars in like the war on christmas and stuff the fact that i don't feel the war on christmas i just don't have any more can't pierce this fucking suit of armor anyway the long term (laughs) the long term here back to this chemical shit is that i bet the actual appalachian transition model becomes where we can you can dump all your shit here we got all these empty mines (laughs) it's happening bring your bring your chemicals bring your trash bring your dumps they've started doing that in west virginia um what they'll do is they put um like either fracking waste or uh, leftover water from fracking operations or whatever, put them back in mine shafts, <clears throat> and then they wind up leaching into the... Yeah. Got the something water. to hide? We're your guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's the... Bring us your... Whatever, your huddled mass. You're tired, yeah. hungry, and poor. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Bring us your colloidal silver Teflon and red 47. Yeah. Your diesel waste... Whatever got you it. got, baby. We'll Plutonium. Take we'll take it. Lolly day. Fucking A. Um, well, so anything else going on? We got about 10 minutes left. We got 50. We're at 50 minutes. <laughs> what else is anything going on? Anything else going on? Me and Tom had a pretty good, a pretty funny bit the other day. Um, I don't know if you remember this. It's called When Keeping It Woke Goes Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it can go wrong so quickly. It can go wrong. Because the story uh, I told was about... Um, one of my friends told me this story last week about she was in a bar recently with some of her friends and there was this guy on the ground sort of like writhing around and, and uh, just being a, an idiot. And one of her friends 
walked up to him and was like, that's very disrespectful to um, epileptic people, disabled people. You shouldn't be doing that. And he was like, I was being a fish. <laughs> so that's a good example of when keeping it woke goes through. Oh Can you think of an example where somebody did the woke reach and then there's just like the person's just like, I, uh, I didn't mean it. <laughs> well, yesterday, God, I can't remember what he said. We were, we were coming out of the pizza shop and. Oh, oh, God, I remember what it was. Okay, we came out of the pizza shop, and this guy is, I wouldn't, I mean, I don't even think he's necessarily woke or would say that he is, so it was this, but he said something, and I laughed at it pretty hard, and then I was like, I think that was probably inappropriate, (laughs) (laughs) but um, I don't know how to say this without incriminating people, (laughs) but we were cut out, and someone's, someone had a bumper sticker on their car, it was a, it's a grave that says sad. Yeah. And, grave. Yeah, and the girl I was with was like, God damn, I was under investigation for calling him sad. <laughs> and I started dying laughing, and the guy in front of us said, I thought that was his preferred pronouns. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to start going with that. Sad is my preferred pr- pronoun. It's <laughs> not a reach. <laughs> it's really not a reach. Uh, that was my car, by the way. I was, I was like, on I a, think this is inappropriate. I was on a call the other day, and this... This guy chimed in, you know, he go around and tell everybody your preferred pronouns. This guy chimed in and says, yeah, I like uh, masculine adjectives. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like hairy, That's sweaty. How, yeah. I that, like describing how, like, how he'd like to be complimented. That's yeah. what he was saying. Like, I didn't say his pronouns, just said I like masculine adjectives. I just can't wait till someone's, just people start saying daddy. daddy <laughs> My pronoun's daddy. Right, right. I've started. I've watched the new. I've been. I'm in the middle of the new season of uh, Orange Is the New Black. Yeah, is it good? Yeah, there's a daddy. Damn, <laughs> that's funny. I haven't watched a lot of TV lately. Um, God, there was something else I was gonna tell you all that, that reminded me. What when keeping what goes wrong? Mm, I don't know if that was it or not. <laughs> well, uh, it was mostly that. I think why that made me laugh so hard is I've been trying to think about. I'm doing sex ed tomorrow at at camp at Girls Rock Camp, yeah. and the youngest camper is 12 years old, and so I'm trying to like go through my curriculum and make sure I feel like it's appropriate for a 12 year old, uh-huh. which I think it is, but. Also, now she has really religious parents. Like, I know who her parents are. Right, right. And so I'm mostly just preparing to have the conversation with her parents afterwards if they get mad. I'm going to try to make this weird for you, but I was having phone sex at 12. <laughs> yeah, like... <laughs> yeah, like, I just think it... I, I think it's mostly like if she, you know, depending on what sticks with her and she goes back and repeats, somebody might be pissed. But, you know, it wouldn't be my first rodeo with an angry parent. And we have the highest unwanted pregnancy rate in the country here. So, right, right, you know, right. come at me. Um, but anyway, I was thinking about also how to talk about the gender binary and how it's like, you know, pretty violent and um, creates a lot of harm for a lot of people thinking that there are, you know, this false dichotomy of two genders. And it's kind of hard to talk about with young people. It's like, anyway. Right. Um, well, you're having to do a lot of lifting. I mean, that's a lot of... Um deconstructing yeah i think that's what they call emotional labor yeah <laughs> definitely is and uh but i you know it's worth it i'm, I'm yeah. happy to put it in uh but it's just every time going into it there's always a little bit of like what's the worst that can happen right right Me trying right. to prepare myself for worse every time scenario. it gets <laughs> it gets worse than you think it might or you're no, it's pleasantly al- surprised it always goes better than i think it will yeah, but because yeah. I, I always am trying to prepare for like what's the worst that can happen i mean and usually the worst case scenario is someone would just leave 
the room. Right. Which that rarely even happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The worst case scenario is if her parents get like furious and uh yeah which i think i know her parents and i'm kind of ready to go toe-to-toe with them anyway so like let's do this um after (laughs) did you all see the ami screening last week were you all there they you know the whole theme of this past summer the media program is reproductive health so they made these awesome fucking short films about reproductive health in the region just interviewing all kinds of women Uh and, and men mostly young young people and um it made me want to run for school board again, and I have to decide this month. So I'm just What's about to flip deadline? a coin or something. I need to look it up. It's I know it's August. I think it's like the middle of August. Here's what you need to yeah, do: yeah, August fifteenth, I believe. You not you don't need to flip a coin. You need to do some tarot. I need to spread the tarot you need to out. Spread the tarot out. I know it's going to tell me to do it. Um, I I think I figured out at this point how to read them at least. Oh, after one one go around, you're an expert <laughs> now, huh? <laughs> Just put a sign out front. Tarot <laughs> readings available here. Yeah, yeah. I picked up. I'm a fast Five learner. Cents. I'm a fast learner. <laughs> Soothsayer. Just across your front porch. Y'all use a Matania deck? Uh, no. I don't remember the deck that she had. Matania? A, ma- a Montania deck. Like Joe Montania? The like, the <laughs> <laughs> like, the, like the football player? Oh, is he a football player? It's Joe <laughs> Manangia or whatever. Oh, saying. yeah. Uh, Johnny Football. No. <laughs> no, all right. Joe Montana. Never mind, my bad. The, the common thread between all three of the reproductive health videos was that everyone said they learned about sex on the school bus. Really? Yeah. That and makes it, sense. And it, like a cr- in all the, yeah. it came up in all the films. That's and where so, I learned about smoking weed. That's where I yeah. learned about, yeah, probably fingering. The school bus and the <laughs> church bus. No, totally it is. <laughs> and, um... And it made me really want to do a sexy sex ed on a school bus. Oh, that'd be cool. Like Wouldn't a it? class on a school bus? Yeah, like on the way to somewhere, just do sex ed you on the school bus. You know how they have those party buses? You can do that, but with like <laughs> reproductive <laughs> health <laughs> bus. Yeah. Reproductive health party bus. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I was on a Season of the Bitch last week. Oh, I was going to ta- tell you. I was going to say, good job. Uh, we enjoyed your... Did uh, you listen? I did listen. Oh, good. And, I, and, um, and, it, and it was kind of coincidental because y'all were talking about like your... <laughs> first um encounter with somebody teaching you about sex and uh and i had told caroline the story when i did the episode last week that the very first time anybody told me about sex was uh my dad and the way he did it was so bizarre um (laughs) and i see the point he was trying to make and it was actually pretty effective point the way he illustrated it but what he did was i remember we were sitting at my kitchen table and he and there was a bowl of fruit in front of us oh my god and he took a he took like a pear or something out of it an apple i don't remember what it was he was like this is you right now and then he like maybe hit it against the table a few times gave it a few bruises or something and he was like this was this is you after you've had sex no way (laughs) i guarantee it i swear to god that was and that's the whole sort of idea behind like virginity and like the it whole told Christian you you were damaged goods. Yeah, Bruised damaged goods. up. Oh damaged my goods. god. Right? And that's what I, I don't know if that's worse or if or if like he should have just handed you the fruit ball and been like, Hey buddy, go get all you want. <laughs> I don't know which is worse. <laughs> he takes a donut and puts a banana through the middle of it. Yeah. Oh my god. Here's what sex looks like in real life. Well, I thought it was interesting. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about that on that season of the uh-huh. bitch episode. I was like what is interesting about it to me is the implication that like you're a holistically different human being after you have sex that like that you are not the same person you were before the I only mean, difference bizarre. is it's you have bizarre. HPV now <laughs> <laughs> you're really the same person you are going in 
You just gotta. <laughs> Uh, HPV and a lot more anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Just, yeah. Every almost everyone has a really bizarre story about the first right. time they learned about sex, right. which is it's you know. And if my dad's listening, not knocking it, I understand what you were getting at. But you know, it's it's nineteen ninety. It took you about a decade nine. to appreciate that lesson. <laughs> exactly. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, it took me exactly. I imagine you just sweating after like pretty really bad sex. Looking in the mirror, it's like, Dad was right. Dad was fucking right. <laughs> Gosh, damn. God damn it. I'll never forget. I got oh. my first exposure lesson wise was from like older boys, you know what I mean? That were like yeah. talking about like jacking off, and they were selling it like it was like a brand new card that <laughs> everybody's born with that you just got to figure out how to tap into it. It's just like, man, you just keep doing it till you come and i was like i was like i can remember my cut me and my cousin adam were sitting there and he looked at me he's like like come here <laughs> <laughs> you're transported till you go where <laughs> till you go where <laughs> oh my god i got in trouble in sixth grade because a boy said he had a hard on for a girl and i didn't know what he meant and i repeated it in class and i got fucking my recess took away i've got a hard on i i didn't say i had i said he has a hard on <laughs> And I had no idea what it meant, and it was sixth grade, and my teacher took my recess and never told me what it meant, and I, you know, even week, months, probably a year after that, still didn't know why I was punished, didn't right. know, why, like, we we missed so many learning opportunities to right, people, right, right. and the fucked up thing about sex is that we all, like, especially now, you know, arguably, we have the internet, so we have access to all endless information, if we want to know anything, we can just Google it, but not sex, because e- almost any sex question, or any almost any body question, I mean, you two have been, I'm sure, deep in, uh, what is it, MD? WebMD. WebMD. Ooh. You two probably have seen I've the depths of oh, WebMD yeah. we don't even want to speak of, but it... <laughs> Googling shit like that almost never takes you to accurate information, uh-huh. and you almost always get porn. <laughs> yeah. Like, if you Google, and I've gotten this question, so innocent, do I have to shower before sex? I think I've told you all about yeah, this. Yeah, right, right. You're going to get porn. You're going to get porn. It's like the <laughs> most innocent question. You would have, you would have had a and field day with a young Tom Sexton. I, I can remember asking, and, and mind you, my sex ed was taught by the choir director at First Baptist Church. <laughs> Who who made me believe you that? See, there's altos and sopranos, <laughs> tenors, second tenors. <laughs> that's euphemisms for tops and bottoms. Oh my god! Uh, but they made me believe that, like, here's a little sec, here's a little proper sex ed term: mutual masturbation. Oh, carried the same STD risk as just like fucking bareback in a fucking what? Mutual you know. masturbation. How do they expect kids to just like? learn themselves it's just all of it's so bizarre uh-huh. i mean and on season of the bee they were they were like why do you think we're so backwards we've like fucked ourselves so badly and it's just uh, it's kind of hard to understand i think religion has to have a part yeah, in well, it yeah. and then they talked about a lot which you know is true about it's like who does it serve it's a lot of advertising they need us to be uh-huh. just emotionally cripple and and unsatisfied wholly in it's our true. lives to sell us shit and alienated yeah. and yeah. insecure and, and sex has such a big part of it part, is such a big part I mean like they even mentioned you know how powerful organizing became in the 60s when sex was really like a par of movement and yeah, all this shit yeah. yeah 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 pretty pretty crazy shit yeah um, so check check that out I, what's the name of that episode Sex and Sex Ed, I think. Uh, that's Something on like Season that. of the Bitch. Um, 
You can probably find that at your nearest podcast dealer. <laughs> <laughs> We're all fine podcasts or so. Right, right, right. We'll see if I uh, get what's coming to me tomorrow after sex at a camp at Girls Rock Camp. Do keep us informed. Parents please. are going to take me out. If y'all, if we I come up bag. missing. We got your back. We'll find them. <laughs> well, at least know. find your body and make sure that nobody's walking on, trying to uh, <laughs> walk over your fresh find grave. Ghosts. Yeah, find don't come ghosts. ghost hunt at my grave, you sons of bitches. Um, I don't. I wouldn't do that. You know me. I'm <laughs> I've sworn it off since then. I had a very bad year after yeah. that. Did you? Yeah, it was weird. I think I, I think me and John have kind of have an understanding now. <laughs> Shook off the booger, have you? Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'm always holding it down for you both because you know I'm immune to the ghosts because I don't believe in them. So um, they don't have to. Uh, they know to stay away from me. He says that. <laughs> Maybe I should so just let's tell. Come, let's come up here uh, rattling some fucking sheet metal at <laughs> yeah. two in the morning, uh, making yeah. noises. Well, see what he does. then you wouldn't be ghosts. You'd be Maybe you. I should just tell the girls tomorrow if they don't believe in STDs, they won't come for them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, oh, just don't enough. believe in it. Yeah, just don't believe in it. <laughs> Pretend like they don't exist. That's what I've been doing for years. <laughs> <laughs> All right, on that note, uh, let's cut this one off. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Adios. And yeah, we'll see you later. See ya.